what is going on everyone welcome to episode i'm pulling it up right now episode 73 of the flea flicker podcast nfl show i'm your host Arib umar and i'm once again joined by my great co-host amal ronak and we will be driving into our afc storylines episode or what we like to call on the radar because it's storylines that you should be aware of and that they should be on your radar but before we jump into all that fun stuff and all the news because right now it is august 16th and i believe the season starts on september 12th we got a lot of stuff to talk about when it comes to news but before we jump into any of that i want to talk to my good co-host amal ronak and ask him what is going on with you amal what is up what's up arib yeah uh we've been pretty inconsistent in drops i'll be honest uh um we've been busy we've been traveling i know that for sure uh, and also now school is about to pop up next week. Uh, we're about to both enter into our second year of college. And uh, we're going to still manage a way and find a way to record uh, every week. And uh, it's definitely going to become fun once the regular season starts and gets underway. Uh, and now we're going to get into... So we covered in our last podcast about, I'd say, what, three weeks back? Two, three weeks back? Something like that, yep. Yeah, it, it, was, it was quite a long time ago. But uh, we uh, will cover. Uh, we can't. We covered the NFC story. NFC uh, storylines. We covered all of the sixteen teams there, and then now we're going to cover the sixteen teams in the AFC and uh, talk about their storylines. We'll go division by division. Uh, first off, any news that really pops off since we have been inactive for so long? I guess the major news have been coming out of my team, the Indianapolis Colts. Mm-hmm. And uh, it comes from the first one being Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz had a f- foot injury. Uh, he got it in practice, um, and they're saying, and he uh, had surgery on it as well. And uh, he's scheduled the the estimated timetable was initially five to twelve weeks, but now developing storing lines have have uh, became have come out that uh the Colts are more optimistic it's going to come close to the closer to the five weeks than the 12 weeks um and then on top of that if things couldn't get any worse the very next day Carson Wentz got injured Quentin Nelson got the same exact injury the same exact injury, injury yep. the same exact foot injury the same exact surgery and the recovery time the recovery timetable is the exact same five to 12 weeks even him as well uh optimistically is going down to uh five to twelve it's going closer to the five weeks than the 12 weeks um but yeah uh when it comes to that news it's just uh i've been able to see uh week one of the preseason with the colts and how they performed eason looked decent uh ellinger looked decent uh now week two uh for the week two preseason it's it, it, it came to show that uh um, Sam Ellinger is going to start over Jacob Eason. We'll see how that goes. That's a very interesting move, by the way, because I thought Sam Ellinger, to me, he was – he had NFL traits, but it was very inconsistent. His accuracy was very inconsistent. So that being said, Jacob Eason, I think he played decent in his preseason game. But the, yeah, again – play pro, pro football focus ranked him as mm-hmm. the number one player. That uh, being said, though, the thing that's most important is that if I remember correctly from my – Adam Schefter tweets recently, the last probably three days, if I remember correctly, he said there's no competition for the like the starting job right now in Indy 
because Carson Wentz is going to come back and take these reps within the next few days, if I remember correctly. And also, Frank Reich said he has no idea what the timetable is. And I'm just going to look up the Colts schedule real quickly because that's going to be very important. They have the hardest first six weeks, I think. Um, But the thing that intrigues me, Amal, September 12th is their first game, right? Right now, we're a month away. There's no way. Carson Wentz, for me, is going to be day-to-day or week-to-week for the next, like, four weeks until he starts because it's going to be smokescreen seasons. Frank Reich isn't going to give a clear indicator of who the quarterback is going to be. you got to mess with Seattle's defense, not let them know, you know, is it going to be Jacob Eason or Sam Ellinger? Or, yeah, know, probably it's most likely going to be out, Carson Wentz. They probably won't find out until <laughs> September 11th, honestly. It's, it's I, bullshit season, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're not getting – and honestly, even as a fan – I'm probably going to also buy into the same thing that he's going to put out in public, that it's going to be 50-50. I don't know. And I think in reality, it, all things are honestly pointing towards Carson Wentz playing week one. Uh, he's saying they don't want to rush it, but uh, they're saying that, and uh, they're still confident he plays week one. Uh, we'll see where that goes. All I do know is, like I said before, the Colts do have – the roughest first six games. Out yep, of any Col- uh, they're playing the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, so first Rams. Seattle comes to the Colts, then the Rams come to the Colts, then the Colts go to Tennessee, then they go to De- uh, the Dolphins, then they go to the Ravens, and then week week six they get the Texans, which is you know light work. But those first five games, and then yeah, uh, all, the seventh game and the they eighth game, the it's the it's the Niners, and then the uh, the Titans again. The Titans coming into Indy. So those first eight games are all games. They could literally lose like every single one except the Texans game. If they lose to like Tyrod Taylor, who I think is going to be starting for the Texans, then you've got a massive problem. At that point, you're probably 0-7 or 0-6. They could easily um, lose all those games. If if Carson wants and everything doesn't work out, you can easily lose all those mm-hmm. games. Because honestly, they're playing teams that are quite frankly better than them. I mean, it, the honestly, the only thing that uh, that's going to obviously bring the advantage to the Colts is, of course, home field. And they are yeah. home field in Seattle. They are home field in LA for against the Rams, and they are home field again in the in the second Titans game. So that of course that's going to help. But uh, that's three out of that's and then the te- Texans games game and that's four out of eight games. So uh, yeah, we'll and this is a very important. Both these injuries are very important. I think not for the Colts, but I'd say more so for the Eagles because. Another huge news story that has been happening, multiple reports from multiple people, is that the Eagles, who, if things work out for Carson Wentz, if you pay 75% of the snaps or 70% of the snaps this year and makes the playoffs with the Colts, then the Colts give up the first-round pick. And the, uh, the Eagles, if you remember, they had the sixth overall pick in the NFL draft. They traded down in a three-way trade between – um, Miami, I believe it was, and the Niners. And in doing so, they got Miami's first round pick. So they have their own first round pick. They have Miami's. And if things work out with Carson Wentz, and that, and the, the most important thing is if, you know, if Carson Wentz comes back and plays week one, automatically, you know, his chances of hitting that 75% snap mark is, it, it, it increases immediately because, you know, missing a game is huge for that benchmark. If you do that, you get three first round picks. And guess who the Eagles are reported to get? Deshaun Watson, quarterback for the Houston Texans. Again, his legal issues are still unsolved. We're not going to talk about those because, again, it's all alleged stuff. Who knows? He said, she said. Very, it, it's sort of great. We, will, we also won't gray, find yeah. out probably till next year too. I don't think. Yeah, and I think Deshaun Watson won't play this year. And yeah, if I, he does uh, play, he's going to be suspended for I'd say like eight weeks or something around that. Like, 
So that being said, though, I think the most important. No, I can thing, see him being on the exemplus. I don't think. Like, oh, he'll be on the exempt, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. He will miss a ton of games, right? I think it's very important, more so for the Texans, for the Eagles, than it is for the Colts, because the Colts, I think, are a very good team. Uh, I don't think they're even. The thing is, though, even without Carson Wentz and Quentin Nelson, they're still probably going to be underdogs in a lot of those first like eight games, right? That being yeah, said, even yeah, even yeah. with them, you're saying yeah, mm-hmm. even with them, yeah. But if the Eagles somehow were to trade for Deshaun Watson, that would change the entire landscape of the NFC almost. Like that would be a league changing trade almost because Deshaun Watson is worst case scenario. I'd say he's top like six, six seven, six, six, something yeah. like that. Yeah, he's probably. I mean, case. he legitimately had an MVP campaign last year, and this, the problem was the Texans sucked and they went like <laughs> yeah. four and twelve. Like he, yeah. he, like he legitimately put up like comparable stats to just uh, Aaron Rodgers, who won the MVP. And that I think is the most important thing from these injuries. And it, I think it's it's great to see as an Eagles fan. And I guess we, we have representation from both sides of this party because both of our teams and both of us want those players to get healthy as soon as possible because it'll increase my chance of getting a first-round pick for my team, another one. And, and increase my chance to make chance the, of winning to, to a contending. Super Bowl. Yeah, contending. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Um, in terms of really any other news, it's I have one been... news topic, Amal, that's very important to me yeah, as go an for NFC it. East fan. Okay. So I don't know if you heard, but in the New York Giants training camp, all right? Oh, yeah. There was a huge fight, and at the end of it, quarterback Daniel Jones got to the bottom, and it was very – it wasn't the best look, right? But I think – forget that. I think at the end of the day, like, Daniel Jones, all these guys are fighting for their their own teammates and stuff. I think one big fight every every training camp is good. Like, that's normal, I think. It, 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 don't it, and get me. Don't get me wrong. If there's like three or four fights, then you know the chemistry in the team is is gone to hell. Like those guys are not fighting for each other. They're fighting for themselves. They're fighting for the paycheck, whatever it is. But the thing that's very interesting for me is within the last sort of th- like I guess the last week and a half, I'd say there have been three veteran retirements from the New York Giants. And that for me is very interesting. It could be, you know, very well be like someone like uh, Joe Looney, who who was the lineman who retired uh, fr- from the the um, the Giants, I think last week. It might very well be like, you know what, I'm done with football. I'm kind of old. I played for like ten seasons. I, I just don't feel like doing training camp. My body can't take it anymore. But the fact that Zach Fulton, who is a veteran linebacker, retired. Joe Looney, offensive lineman, retired. Todd Davis, another linebacker, retired three within the four days and that was right around the fight right and then tight end kelvin benjamin which it's still funny that he's called tight end uh after you know the booger mcfarland comments a few years ago about him being one popeye's biscuit away from being a tight end, which was 100 factual and if you think it's not then you just need to get your nfl fan pass rejected and revoked but he said he's done with football after being released with the giants all these things just make me very interested because Joe Judge's training camp, he had these guys running laps. He treats them like almost like high schoolers or college players where, you know, at the end of the day, like this is a job for these guys. But I think he takes away that, like, right? And it's very interesting for me to see what happens because the chemistry for that team could very well go to hell if you see all these guys retiring. Like maybe, again, it might just be that they're they're old, they're done with football. But it also could be like, you know what? We just don't want to work with this Joe Judge guy, and the team 
is just not a team that we want to play for. He's not the guy. They're going to revolt, have mutinies, all that not fun stuff if you're a Giants fan. But if you're an Eagles fan, I'm loving it. I, I think it's just something worth keeping an, an eye on them all. I, I think you'd agree with me, right? Yeah, because I think the the issue is with the Giants right now is that they've had – Daniel Jones hasn't proven anything yet. And he, he it's his – it's honestly – they've built the team perfectly currently around him. The defense is looking excellent. You can agree with that. They, they, the defense is great. The offensive line is improving. They got back their superstar running back, Saquon Barkley. The receiving core he has around him is incredible. I mean, you can't get, you can't ask for more improvement in an offseason. Am I wrong? You got Kenny Galladay. You got, uh, you got Kadarius Tony. Like, you can't, you can't ask for more than that. And, uh, if, if Daniel Jones, if Daniel Jones doesn't get the job done, he is gone and they will regret trading, uh, and Joe Justin Judge will Fields. be gone as well. And yeah, and they will regret trading Justin Fields and trading back because, that, that was they, of course they got two first so you're gonna say well yeah i mean it's a lot but you're gonna regret that man it, it i mean it's it's uh it's crazy um it's crazy confidence they have in him but i think it's also it's it's uh it's a big deal they need to get it they need to get the job done obviously the nfc east is still pretty wide open between uh, the top three teams uh Cowboys. all four teams have a chance dude all four teams i'm not gonna say all four i'll say three out of the four have a chance what's your uh, team that doesn't have a chance what is do you the think Eagles? yeah definitely uh really I, okay I, I i think i i think if the eagles if obviously i'm only saying that because i don't i don't know if hurts will last all the way through and uh, play at a high level all the way through. And if he if it if they prove me wrong, great. I mean, he definitely doesn't in Madden campaign mode. I'll say that much. <laughs> It'll be difficult. That's more my point is. And uh, but yeah, I think uh, that division is definitely wide open. And the Giants better get the job done. They should have made it the playoffs last year if uh, the Eagles didn't cleverly uh, tank the last game. Uh, they, I don't know if they would have won. They would have lost that game anyways. I don't know about that, but yeah, um, this is this is a big deal for Daniel Jones. This is this is his year to shine, mm-hmm. and, and I don't Joe think Judge as well. I, yeah. I just want to see if these people, will legitimately players, will buy into Joe Judge's philosophy, like hard nose, lack of identity type football. Like again, he is like a high school or college football coach. It's very interesting to see if these at like adults and professional athletes will buy into that because again. It's very suspect that all like all these three veterans retired within four days. Like that to me is something definitely worth keeping an eye on. Um, yeah, we can get started. There's a couple more news items I want to just brush. All right, upon. go for it. First go of all, it. Aaron Rodgers returns uh, again. That was pretty obvious. But then Brian Gutekunst, the G- GM of the Packers, he traded for Randall Cobb from the Texans. So sort of just suck up to Aaron Rodgers. Now Aaron Rodgers. They're trying to get Clay Matthews. Aaron Rodgers has verbally been giving up him a commitment to pretty much play wherever he wants to next season. Uh, if he's still not happy with being with the Packers, I don't, I, which... I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what a verbally commitment means, man. I, that, 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 is that like a, I, <laughs> I don't prom- think that exists in a business like the NFL. I promise you, Reeb. I promise you, you're going to get traded if you don't like to, if you don't like playing here. Like, like that's a, like, what does that mean? Like, like actions speak louder than words at the end of the mm. day. I, I don't, you can't trust verbal commitments. Uh, this we'll was see obvious a year from now. though. 
uh, him coming back was obvious. Same reason why Deshaun Watson is coming back and he's playing like yeah, because he doesn't want to get fined. Like tight end. He doesn't want to play. Yeah, fine. That yeah. new PA, the new NFL PA rules have made it that you can't like void fines apparently, and because of yeah. that, like usually that you void fan uh, void fines, but now every single day you miss a training camp, it's fifty grand out of your pocket. Out of your and pocket, yeah, exactly. Your that's pocket, what... and it's ridiculous. That's why Aaron Rodgers came back. That's why Deshaun Watson came back. That's why Xavier Howard never really could hold out. And that's my next talking point: is Xavier Howard was going to hold out from the Tex- uh, from the Dolphins, rather, wanted to get traded. Boom, guess what? He doesn't get traded. He gets a new contract extension, gets his bonus money. Great move from both parties. The Dolphins, I think, really needed him because Definitely. first, yeah. he's, he's a huge contributor for that team, massive contributor. And, I mean, he, he's had, like, I think he's probably leading in picks the last, like, two seasons, I'd say, is fair. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe even three, baller. Uh, great play. And if he was not there, then you're starting your former first round pick, Noah Igbenogane outside. He's more of a slot corner. Other than that, uh, I can't name a uh, Justin Coleman's decent as well. Otherwise, I guess you're starting like Craven LeBlanc uh, and that drop off. Yeah, that's your David boy. Howard, that's your boy. I, lo- I love Strap. I-, I love him, but you can't. The drop off from Xavier you're Howard. Part the, you're LeBlanc. part of the. You're part of his fan club, aren't you, Craven LeBlanc? One hundred percent. I think you I are, follow yeah. the Craven LeBlanc five fan club on uh, Instagram, but yeah, the drop off yeah. is huge there. Um, and it's a massive have, move for both teams. I actually have one last thing that I do for really it. need to talk about, and it's this bum named Michael Thomas. Uh, Michael Thomas is honestly becoming the biggest crybaby. Uh, Antonio Brown type stuff. Yeah, that, it, it couldn't even be worse because, I mean, Antonio Brown, that dude. Antonio that dude, Brown legitimately has a mental issue. There's a difference. That, 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 yeah, unless that happens to Michael Thomas, then I'll, I'll take my comments back. But, oh, my goodness, dude. This dude, apparently he wants out. Um, if, if he really does want out, I don't think any team should really actively go looking for him. He's a great player. He was a great player. He hasn't shown it this past year. Um, he had probably top two greatest seasons I've ever seen from a wide receiver. Granted, he had probably a top two greatest seasons Drew Brees has ever played as a quarterback, but uh, he had a great season. And um, But yeah, it's a really odd situation right now in New Orleans. And now if he doesn't play, I'm interested to see how far um, the Saints go. And he'll play though. I believe he actually talked to he's, head coach he's, Champagne he's recently. All, he's, he's, he's on the he's been he's injured though as well. I mean, yeah. Uh, so he, he either way he's gonna miss at least the the first month, maybe six weeks of the, of the season. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's it's rough right now if you're a New Orleans Saints fan. That being said, know, though, Mo, you don't even know the want... quarterback. But if he does want out, I can understand it because he went from Drew Brees to who Taysom Hill slash Jameis Winston. Like no one in their right mind thinks that the Saints are going to win the division. Maybe they're probably not going to even make the playoffs because of that inconsistency in quarterback. I mean, Taysom Hill lost to Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. Just let that sink in. The four and four, one and eleven Eagles. Just let that sink in. Uh, if he wants out, I can understand it. That he is a bit of a diva, but at the same time, it is understandable. And again, if he gets traded. That's a huge NFL move, and that's like a league-changing trend. Yeah, it, I think it's just as big as um as AB. Julio trip. Jones. 
uh, or as AB's trade when he got traded to the Raiders. It's, it's a big trade. It, don't get me wrong. It's a it's a really big trade. Uh, Julio Jones, yeah, that just as big as that too. Um, yeah, because at the end of the day, when the dude has is in a good situation, he's top one, top two. He's 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 really good, but uh, he he's been injured. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, is there really anything else to talk about? Rookie quarterbacks-wise, uh, all of them looked good. All of them looked pretty good. Uh, the, the one that impressed – the one that – the people that really, like, impressed me most, though, I can definitely say are Jordan Love and uh, Justin Fields. Jordan Love, I'm surprised after not seeing him play for the past two seasons, one season, two seasons. Is it one or two seasons? It's one season. It's and one. It, he, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he looked great um, through one pick, but he, had, he looked great. And then uh, Justin Fields, outstanding, but spectacular performance. Uh, everyone else still did pretty well. They they did everything I expected them to do. And uh, I know it's hard to judge Trevor Lawrence because uh, the Jacks suck. They absolutely suck. Um, but, I mean, it's whatever. Uh, he looked yeah, decent as well. I think all of them look good. Matt yeah, Jones exactly. had a good debut. Every no, they all had. They, they all looked. They all looked good. Um, but yeah, we can move on now. We can move on to the uh, AFC storylines. We'll start with the uh, AFC North, um, yep. and we'll start with the the Baltimore Ravens. Big Trust's yep. team. Uh, right now, should they be the favorites to win this division? I think they should be the favorites. Um, they won it this past. Uh, they won it this past year, right? Or did the Steelers win it this past year? The Steelers won it, I believe. No, you're right. The Steelers did win it this past year. Yeah. Um, but they definitely should be the favorites. Uh, great receiving core. They have Sammy Watkins, Marquise Hollywood Brown, and Rashad Bateman as well. Uh, and then, of course, they have even more depth on the roster, like Devin Duvernay, Tylen Wallace, James Prochet. Um, and then – I expect J.K. Dobbins to break out immensely this year. I think he's going to be a monster. Uh, he's going to get a hundred. He's going to get. He's going to be a bell cow for uh, for that uh, Ravens offense with Lamar Jackson. Will he ultimate, get more carries? That than Lamar ulti- Yeah, that's the ultimate. Yeah, he's the <laughs> ultimate bell cow, right? So I, I can't. I don't, I don't know about that. Um, but yeah, the main storyline here is uh, really how J.K. Dobbins, the d- defense looks incredible. Uh, I'm interested to see how J.K. Dobbins does this season, and uh, can the offense really survive with uh, Jackson? Let's say taking. I I don't expect him to run the ball as much. So I'm gonna. My my question would be: Do you think uh, the the Ravens will still suffice uh, with J.K. Dobbins taking majority carry carries? For me, the biggest storyline that I want to keep on my radar for the Baltimore Ravens. It's very simple, Mo. And it's something that when I look at this Baltimore Ravens season for the 2020 2020 season, for me, it was a failure in this regard. And that regard was, can they improve their passing game? And I honestly think they they did not. And when I looked at it, I watched multiple Lamar Jackson games, multiple Ravens games. They they solved the code. They They Nah, bro. They could not pass the ball that exactly. That's what I'm at saying. All. And they could not at all. They were finished 32nd in passing yards. And <laughs> the funniest thing out of all of this is that their passing game corner, David, David Cully, 
Got a head coaching job. Got a head coaching Texans, job. Yeah, that's, 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 that's the best part. That's the best part. That's the best part. That's legitimately like me and you getting signed to be an NFL head coach, bro. Like, like what can we do that David Cully can't do? Like, at least like I'd say our Madden knowledge could get us like a better understanding of the passing game than David Cully has. And that being said, the man. What did like, David Cully do? David Cully did nothing. The man's like nothing. sixty years old. Shout out he to him for getting nothing. his paycheck. But he like obviously he did, did nothing. Jack shit. He did nothing, dude. And the thing, the reason why I think this is important, right, is oh. can they finally bring their passing game to life, right? First of all, they signed Samuel. They signed Samuel Watkins, which I don't even know if it's worth mentioning because he has about like two good games every year. He has uh, two incredible, incredible, incredible games. games. Uh, like two and then afterwards, like you should start him fantasy week one, but don't start him like until like week like thirteen, and then you'll you'll be you'll win both those weeks. Uh, they they saw uh, they rather they drafted Rashad Bateman, the wide receiver out of Minnesota. Great pick, great route runner, really balanced player. A Keenan Allen type, I would say. Talon Wallace, another, I think a Marvin Jones type of player. Great round, uh, like second round. Uh, they have incredible wide receiver depth, but yeah. it's gonna then they nothing. signed they signed Kevin Zeitler. They signed Alejandro Villanueva to fill in the void left by their Ronnie Stanley, uh, not rather their um, Orlando Brown Jr. trade, right? Yeah, they've done things to improve their passing game for sure. Can they improve it? And the reason I say that is because the top uh, out of the top four, the f- top four passing teams in the last season, right? KC, Buffalo, and Tampa Bay were in the top four, and all of them, guess what, made the NFC champion, uh, the championship games for their respective conferences. Rather, that's uh, passing is the future. Having an explosive running game with an explosive quarterback, it's all great. It worked. It worked with the Titans. It did work with the Titans. It worked with the Titans. But the thing is, the Titans when they pass, they're efficient. I don't even think the Ravens are efficient, dude. No, they're the Ravens are not not efficient. They suck at passing the ball. Uh, Lamar Jackson, yeah, like he's not the worst passing quarterback, but he's also not the best. Ah, Will he improve? ah, Like. I'd That's say Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is a question mark. There's some question marks. I'd say, but With Lamar both, Jackson, yeah. he has the talent. He just needs to be way more consistent in throwing the ball. And will he be? Will they? These new weapons help him? I think those are the best storylines. That's why. I would that's be why. Yeah, to. that's why I asked, can this often survive with Lamar Jackson running less? Because he's going to be forced to throw the ball more, and he has and incredible weapons. He has, he has incredible weapons. He, he, in terms of like pure I didn't wide receiver, Hollywood Brown. Yeah, like, but in terms of pure wide receiver depth, Reeb, this is probably like a top five wide receiver depth in the league. It, it's incredibly like Miles just, Boykin, uh, yeah, you just keep Duvernay, going on. James Prochet, Tylen Wallace. Their These tight guys, ends are Nick Boyle, Mark Andrews, obviously. Like exactly, I don't know. I wouldn't go top five, right? Dude, but no, even J.K. Dobbins saying, can catch from, the ball. I'm saying from top to bottom, like top to bottom, like not just top three, but top to bottom. Well, like including like wide receiver seven. No, um, I'm just saying the depth's I, insane. I wouldn't say it's that. I'd say it's very good depth. I wouldn't say it's top five, but the reason uh, we can digress the, on that point. But I think that being said, they've definitely made moves. And first of all, like forget that they've also signed guys like Joan James, who was a free agent from yeah. the Broncos. I, yeah. I don't think he's, you know if he's going to play. I think he tore. I don't Achilles, think he's going to play. Forget yeah. that. Ben Cleveland, who I don't know if you've seen him. They drafted him all. Yeah. From, I, I Georgia. This man is literally like you know the the mountain the um. Yeah. Thor, whatever Thor. his name is, Thor the Iceland Bjornsson. dude. Yeah. Yeah. Thor, 
he's similar to that guy. He's yeah, not yeah, as yeah, tall, I think, huge. but he's huge, like 350 pounds. He was a, he's he, got we, no we, fat. We talked about him being a steal. He he was a he, he, was, he was a, a good, massive steal. Yeah, They've done things pick. to improve this passing game. Will Lamar Jackson improve? Will this team be able to pass the ball? Because if they can't pass the ball, then I don't think they're going to win the division. And I think that's the key. And that's the thing I would focus on if I were a Baltimore Ravens fan. Um, 100%. We can move on, I think, to the second best team, in my opinion, in this division. And I'm going to start with the Cleveland Browns. Yep, I agree. And Go for it. For me, the biggest thing for the Cleveland Browns and all, can they keep the momentum going? And because flat out, if you look at this Cleveland Browns roster, I would say that they're what top five easily, maybe top three when it comes to easily like, top to easily. bottom roster. Easily. O- offensive line, probably top five last season. Baker easily. Mayfield, Baker Mayfield was pulling like a top, probably top 10 quarterback easily. I'd say at the end of the season for the Browns, easily as well. And I agree. I would say, and this is my bold take, and we're gonna we're probably gonna have a bold hot take section. Um, probably not this episode, maybe later on, but hot takes for the 2021 NFL season. My hot take is that Baker Mayfield will be an MVP candidate. Like and, top three? Yeah, top Kyler three. Was, like Kyler was. I mean, Kyler was for like about eight games. And then- So like Josh was, Allen. Do you want me to say like Josh Allen? I would say similar to Josh Allen. I okay, think that's hot. We've seen that's Josh hot. Allen have his MVP kind of- Noted like he he had notable MVP year yeah he, I mean, you had Lamar Jackson winning yeah. it you had Josh Rosen currently being a third stringer um <laughs> and who else was drafted that year uh Sam Darnold forget Sam Darnold he's irrelevant in this discussion and so we talked yeah. we already yeah. talked about him before but yeah, yeah. Baker Mayfield I think is the most notable guy of that 2020 2018 18 draft class that needs that breakout year. I think he's going to have it this season. And you can already you can already argue it that I think the second half of last year, he had a breakout season. He was phenomenal. And like he was no longer holding back the team, making great reads. That to me, it, I think Baker Mayfield will be great for them. Can they keep up the momentum? And my second thing for them, right? Will OBJ come back healthy and will he be a great like a, like a factor? Because a lot of people think, you know what, Baker Mayfield he got better when OBJ was gone. I'd say it's more like Baker Mayfield got better because OBJ left probably like week six, I'd say. And then around week eight, Baker Mayfield figured out the new offense in a COVID year. And he was like, oh shoot, I actually figured out how to run this offense. I don't think it has anything to do with OBJ because that makes no sense. I don't think uh, like people are like, he's force feeding Odell Beckham. I don't think he was force feeding Odell Beckham. I think the thing was, they just didn't know how to run the offense perfectly. And they figured it out later on in the season. And that's what happened. I think Odo Beckham is going to plug into this offense coming off his ACL injury. I don't think he's going to start off hot, but I think probably around week six, you're going to see him start popping off. You're going to see that connection. And I think that's another storyline. Both those, like, will they keep the momentum up? Like, first of all, their draft, dude, was ridiculous. James Huston, J.O.K., Greg Newsom, the corner, Richard McCont. Uh, t- uh, Tommy Togiai, Demetric Felton, uh, Tony Fields, Marvin Wilson, who's a free, undrafted free agent out of FSU, was the best defensive tackle in all football in 2019. Undrafted free agent. I'm guessing he was either he was probably a part of the same gang that uh, my guy uh, <laughs> uh, Scary Terry was part of. That's the only reason he dropped to undrafted free agent. Otherwise, there's no reason why he should have. Uh, Malik Jackson, Jadavion Clowney. This team is stacked. John Johnson, 
who is probably a top the 10 Rams, easily. Rams Grant Rams. Delpit coming back from injury. to Attack McKinley is irrelevant. Forget him. But <laughs> um, there's so many good moves for this team. DPJ, Donovan People jones who I had ranked really high in the 2019 draft. There's so many great pieces. And I just think, can they keep momentum up? And can OBJ finally prove that? Can he return back to that? Not, maybe not even top five, top 10 wide receiver status. Those to me are the best set storylines. All right. I'll tell you this right now. If OBJ is a top 10 wide receiver, the Browns will win the Super Bowl. Like you can, you can already book that. I'm, I can book that. Get, you can write it down. If, if OBJ is a top 10 wide receiver, I, he's, they're going to win the Super Bowl. And it's not, a, it's not just like just one player, but I'm just saying, it, it, even if he's above average, if he can stay healthy the whole year, the Browns are going to be seriously contending. What was actually crazy though, Reeb, we didn't we you talked a lot about Baker Mayfield here. The sore spot of the Browns Browns overall was mainly the defense. defense, right? It's yep. not it wasn't really Baker Mayfield this past year. And yeah, they added Greg Newsom, like you said, they added JOK. And Greg Newsom is gonna pair it amazingly well with uh, really fluid hips type of corner, great range. Yeah. I love him. And then I already you already know JOK. He he was He's my linebacker, too, from this draft. Dude's a monster. He does it all. Uh, and then on top of that, you talked about John Johnson and Troy Hill. Great uh, upgrades um, to their positions. But I think the main thing here is they, they need edge pressure alongside Miles Garrett. They have they got Jadavian Clowney. They got Takaris uh, McKinley. Takaris McKinley's a bum, honestly. Uh, that, His most relevant move was literally like – he's someone like, you know, like – how we talk about guys who peaked in high school is the same thing with Taco McKinley. He peaked they at his both, draft day. They both <laughs> peaked. They, here's the problem. They both peaked in, before the NFL. I think Jadavion Clowney, ever since that hit stick he made, on, he made on Michigan, I have not seen a single play even 80, 80% close to that. Not- to be fair, to, he he's definitely like – he's probably a top – when he's popping, he's a top fifteen to top twenty edge rusher. I'd yeah, say when easily. he's popping, yeah, when yeah. he's popping, yeah. And the problem with That's him great... is he's just been hurt, I think, recently. But he's definitely a disruptor, definitely someone who I think is a very good add for this team. Yeah, and like you said, Baker Mayfield consistent play that's needed. We will, will we see that if we do, and if we see OBJ going back to normal. The, dude, the, the, it's hard to beat this team. It's going to be very hard to beat this team because Jarvis Landry is still doing his job. He's been doing his job for the past two years. He's been doing great. Donovan Peoples-Jones has been your guy, and he's been playing really well. He's been fitting uh, nicely in that role. Uh, he was yeah. a sixth or seventh round pick, by the way, which – Yeah, exactly. That makes no sense. <laughs> Insane. Uh, but, yeah, the, I mean, the Browns have very high potential. They were 11-5 and five last year. Uh, it's gonna be interesting to see how how they can top that. If they t- if they top eleven and five, I will be mad impressed. By the way, I will be mad and five. Meaning, if they get twelve wins, well, I guess it would have to be seventeen 13. game season. Yeah, so it'd have to be thirteen wins. Actually, I'll be impressed with twelve too, because repeating it is gonna be difficult. If if they because the the league's gotten better. So, uh, but yeah, the Browns look excellent, man. We can move on uh, to Steelers. the third best team, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, my real main question here is, uh, if Ben Roethlisberger still got it, I think that at the end of the yeah. day, that, that's, that's the only mm-hmm. real doubt here because 
they they were screwed with Mason Rudolph there, and they're gonna be screwed with Dwayne. I mean, Dwayne Haskins. I'm assuming is the backup. They're Are you be... a Joshua Dobbs hater, Amo? Uh, no, but I'm a realist, and Joshua Dobbs <laughs> is going nowhere. He's going nowhere, nowhere. Uh, he's gonna be like what uh Michael Vick was to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Nowhere. They did hey, not. Michael Vick had a game winning last second drive they did against nothing. the Chargers. In like 2016. Nothing. And we're going to pretend that it wasn't Le'Veon Bell getting the game when he touched on instead of Michael Vick. I 100% agree with you, though. I think it's definitely um, can Ben be good enough? But yeah, I think- and they got back, they got back TJ Watt, uh, TJ Watt, and now Minka Fitzpatrick's there. They, they signed Juju Schismus here, Chase Claypool, Clay, Chase Claypool going Paul, into the second year. John Jonathan Johnson is going into his James like Washington. third season. James Washington still there. And, of course, we forgot the main dude. They drafted in the first round. So I criticize still for this pick, Najee Harris. Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, for me, that's the most important, second most important thing. I think it's a sort of a tag team game. type of deal, right? Can this running game be good enough? And I had the thing – I had the yards. They lost a lot on the offensive line, though. They lost a lot. They lost a lot, right? But going to 20 um, – I had the 2020 stats pulled up, right? The 32nd team – Okay, first, okay. Who do you think was the 31st team in rushing yards a lot? Uh, rushing yards like per game. Ooh. Bucks. No, the Bucks were 25th. 31st was Houston, which again makes sense. Oh, yeah, they, yeah. They okay, suck, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. 32nd was Pittsburgh, right? Now, guess what the difference was? The difference was over nine yards per game. <laughs> and the difference between 31st and 30 is two. So that just tells you the Steelers were a huge outlier, immensely huge. Like the only other outlier you see that big is uh, there's two outliers, I guess. The Baltimore who finished one and Tennessee who finished two, the outlier is 30 yards because they have a rushing quarterback, obviously. (laughs) And then like the difference is 192 to 161. And the difference between two and three, Tennessee and New England was about 15 yards per game, 14.5, I think. New England's so, that no, high also because of a rushing Yeah, court. and again, though all the three of those teams are great at rushing the ball. Cleveland finished four, by the way, Minnesota five. Um, Pittsburgh, 82.5. They had less than half the yards of Tennessee. Uh, like one point, what, Baltimore had 192 per game. Just not over, imagine rushing for 100, twice. 110 twice. more yards. Over twice, right? Pittsburgh needs to run the ball. Big Ben, he's gotten to the point and I think it was uh I think it was Payne Manning, I believe, who who he talked a bit about Big Ben and how like at the end of his career, having a great running game uh really helped him. I forget who the running back was in 2015, dude. For the was it CJ Anderson? It was CJ Anderson. Yep. He had a game winning touchdown against the Patriots in overtime. I remember that in the snow. He they had a decent running game there in Denver. They need a even yeah, better he was actually game. good. Yeah. CJ Anderson was oh, yeah. actually and Najee Harris phenomenal player again it's a questionable pick. he's been impressive he has been impressive that being said i think he's going to get about 350 touches this year he's going to average like four yards maybe 3.8 yards per touch and i think at the end of the day that's all you need because and then they're back to, to take pressure problem. off a of big yeah. man exactly yeah um, and that it, defense is ben be, that defense is monstrous though now. Yeah, their defense. Uh, yes, yeah, still. Good. I mean, too good. Too good. Can too Big Ben can Big Ben be good enough? And can that running game be good enough? I think those are the two things that sort but of that's, pair together. That, that schedule is tough though, bro. That schedule is 
tough. Yeah, and we're gonna predict these these games. Yeah, uh, and individually, we're gonna, we're gonna come together. Yeah, that's a tough schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, lastly, uh, the Bengals. The Bengals. I mean, they've been pretty irrelevant. Uh, they got Jamar Chase. I saw a recent headline come out that Jamar Chase isn't creating as much separation as they thought he would. It's almost like uh, he hasn't played football in one and a half. Yeah, years. I mean, it's like it's not like he didn't play organized football in two years, bro. Like. Like, like what? I mean, it's such a stupid, like, like they knew what he were getting you. They knew what he was getting into. They were getting into by picking him. I mean, obviously you're going to have those issues, but he won't win offensive fun. rookie of the year purely because he won't be elite until like about like week six. <laughs> he's going to be, he's going to be insane. I can, I can already tell you Jamar Chase is going to be nuts. Uh, but yeah, the real headline there is uh, I actually don't even know what headlines you can really make. Other Here's than my I headline, guess, right? other other than I guess like uh, I do want to know if uh, the Joe Burrow Jamar Chase uh, dynamic duo still works out. And they have great wide receiver core right now with uh, T Higgins there, Jamar Chase, like I said, Tyler Boyd is there. I'm interested to see how that goes. And uh, Joe Burrow needs to be back 100 percent too because. Early career ACL injury is 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 big, dude. Of course, we've had players like Jamar, uh, like Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. That was the biggest one. Even Tom Brady, honestly. Like, Tom Brady I guess he had, had like, a when big he was one. like twenty eight, but still, yeah, that's, that's a big key. dude. It's it's key. And then we see the all we see the opposite of those players, right? We see Carson Wentz. We see RG three players who had ACL injuries. And again, they probably relied more on the mobility than Zach Taylor is going to be on the hot seat. If uh, they that's understand. my that's yeah. my key thing, right? I have written down on my notes word for word. Can Zach Taylor bring the best out of this offense? He's going to year three uh, as a head coach, right? And in his three two years, he's been flat out irrelevant at all. I think and it's he get, fair he, to he, say he gets a pass for the pa- for for. Uh, Last year, he'll get a pass because oh yeah, because his play. starting quarterback and again it's and, year one and then with year his one and then yeah. year one he'll get a pass because they were it, it looked like they were tanking for Joe Burrow like halfway through the season, so they'll get a pass for both years. We'll mm-hmm. give it to him. All right, this year actually does matter unless of course something wrong happens again. But yeah, that dude's and, gonna be seriously on the house. And if I'm Zach Taylor, dude, because he had a lot afraid. to prove. He has a lot to prove, but at the same time, I'm afraid that I'm going to lose my job. You know why? So the many Ravens, people. the Browns, and the Steelers are in my division. They know Just they're going to go that. for it. They know they're going to go for They're going to be in the fourth team, right? The question is, how are they going to be the fourth team? Are they going to be the fourth team? Like they're getting blown out by like 10 to 15 points every game. Or are they going to be the fourth team that loses to the Cleveland Browns with a last second Baker Mayfield touchdown in the right corner of the end zone to DPJ. Is that how they're going to lose the games? That to me is the biggest difference. Cause again, you're going to lose games. Are you going to lose it in different ways? Cause one thing I, I did a sort of a deep dive into the Bengals, I think last off season, right? For me, the biggest holes were linebacker. They couldn't stop the run for anything. Um, they had a big hole, obviously an offensive line. And people are going to fault them for passing on a guy like Penesua, right? Yeah. I think Riley Reef gives you sort of a stopgap. I would have still drafted Penesua, but I think having Jonah Williams coming back, the thing for me that's most interesting is why the hell is this Michael Jordan dude still the starting right guard for them on the depth chart? 
this Michael Jordan dude is the only reason, and this isn't Michael Jordan as in the NBA player, because if he was the NBA player, he'd probably be worse than this Michael Jordan at blocking players. But like, if this is this Michael Jordan dude, he's the reason why Baker Mayfield tore his ACL, like flat out. And they they drafted a Trey Hill, Carmen Jackson, who was a former tackle at Clemson. They're gonna move him inside. Xavier Sulafilo, uh, who signed last offseason with uh, from Dallas. They need to fix that interior offensive line. I think that's another thing. I think Zach they did Taylor get better the though. With, they added. They did add a Trey Hendrickson on the defensive end side. They did I, add they did, Trey they Hendrickson. Lost, the they defense. lost Carl Joseph lost. Osai. Joseph Osai was a big one too. I I love that Joseph Osai. And the, the, the key signing for me for free agents, Zamal, it's actually Chidobia Uzie. I really like Chidobia Uzie. I've always liked him whenever he played against the Eagles and whenever I've watched him, he's been a good player for, for the Dallas Cowboys when he played for them at corner. I think that's a very interesting, intriguing pick for me. Obviously they have Sam Hebbard, Larry Ogunjobi, who like the fact that he sort of got away from Cleveland, I think is huge. DJ reader, obviously coming from Houston, like, I have no questions about this defense improving. I think they're going to be able to stop the run 100%. DJ, DJ Reader and Larry Ogunjobi alone should be able to stop the run yeah. like 50% more efficiently than what they've been able to do before. They also have Mike Daniels, who I think at this point he's more of a commentator than he is an actual football player. But um, He's past his prime, buddy. He's, he's 100%. He, past, uh, let's past. look this up. Mike Daniels, I'm going to guess he's 32. Yep, 32. Uh, former Packers legend, by the way. I don't know if yeah. he's a legend, but still. No, he's a great they need player, to they yeah. need to protect Joe Burrow and forget Joe Burrow playing good. I think if Joe Burrow gets protection, I think he's not going to be start off great. But I think like week six to eight, he'll pick it up and he'll be like, okay, shoot, Joe Burrow is back to normal Joe Burrow. Can Zach Taylor be good? Can they protect Joe Burrow? Because if they can't protect Joe Burrow, bro, they're screwed. Forget it. Forget they're it. They're so They're not going to even come third. And uh, they're fighting for third place. Joe Burrow's career is screwed if they can't protect protect Joe. Joe Burrow, Burrow should pull a Carson screwed. Palmer and leave. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it's that bad. My thing is also this: Joe Burrow, uh, he's going to feel under pressure, of course, because now the big hot guy is uh is the guy in uh, L.A. with Justin Herbert. And uh, he might feel pressure to at least match or surpass him. But it's going to be difficult when you have these bums, bro, on your team. So, uh, but it'll be interesting, man. Uh, It'll definitely be an uh, an interesting watch uh, to look at this AFC North. We'll move on to the AFC East. Um, I'm going to start with by far the best team. Uh, um, And they, they looked good. They were pretty dominant last year. And that's the Buffalo Bills. Obviously, the team's in the NFC East got way, I mean, the AFC East got way better. Uh, but yeah, we'll start with the the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen got his, we didn't talk about Josh Allen, but Josh Allen got an insane contract. He's the first player in NFL history to get a hundred million dollars guaranteed, which is nuts, which is nuts. Good for him, dude. Good for him. I don't know if he's worth that much money after only one good year, but good for him. Uh, I've yeah. always been a Josh Allen truther. I'll be honest. I, after his rookie year, I was like, you know, this guy has some has some talent. And in his second year, especially that playoff game against the Texans on wildcard round, I saw this guy. What he needed was one good receiver, and they gave him Stephon Diggs, who's a top five receiver. They so. just they just they just needed <laughs> one, and that's all that that's all she wrote exactly. Um, 
Now they, they added Emmanuel Sanders, who actually did pretty well with New Orleans this past year. Cole Beasley was arguably one of the best slots um, in football last year. Uh, yeah, that, that, that offense looks good. My hole is obviously still going to be running back. I don't know how much I can trust Devin Singletary. Uh, pretty inconsistent now. Uh, they added Matt Breida, which is going to be interesting to see how that works. But my main expectations, my main like takeaway from this is they got to repeat not only as division champs, but the goal for them is Super Bowl, bro. They, they, dude, you don't just offer a guy $100 million guarantee and not have some type of expectation. They're in know? their Super Bowl mode for the next two years. Cause, because cause, cause that's what happened with – I'll give you an apples-to-apples apples comparison. I'll compare it to Giannis, right? They added Giannis got his major extension. He's he's getting like what two hundred fifty million dollars. Crazy number, right? People were talking about him leaving Milwaukee, right? Then they added Drew Holiday, and they won the championship, right? You need to get in that championship. They're in their championship window. They went to the AFC Championship game this past year. This they they have to get they have to get um Josh Allen a ring, bro. And that with giving him a hundred million guaranteed. That's yeah, and the thing that's important insane. for that is Amal, it doesn't kick in for the next two years because he's still going to his fourth year. Exactly. And he has his fifth yeah. year option. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. it's the same thing for um it's the same thing for like uh, what the, the Chiefs, right? The, the like the Patrick Mahomes extension, that doesn't kick in for I think one more year. Again, they're in their Super Bowl one now because I get I get he I get Patrick Mahomes is God, like he's phenomenal, right? And you're gonna get more money from this new TV deal. After this season, I think, right? But yeah. this is the perfect time to win because you're not paying your quarterback $45 million well, yeah, per year. Exactly. It's yeah. same thing. I think they're paying uh, Sam Darnold. Uh, no, they're paying Josh Allen $32 million, 42, 43, I think it was, $43 million, which is a crap ton of money, right? And I, I 100% agree with you. Uh, you said, I think you said it was Josh Allen, right? Can Josh Allen repeat, right? That was your storyline? Yeah, yeah. He's not just winning okay. division champs, but they need to, they need to get. Not only is the AFC Championship, but they got to get there pretty soon. And okay. the roster they have is good, good enough to get See, that job done. I'm very interested because I think we know um, the offensive coordinator, Brian Dable, head coach candidate this year. I have 100% confidence in him to repeat what happened in this offseason as long as Cole Beasley doesn't decide to, you know, hold out because he doesn't want to get vaccinated like a moron. And like, Dummy. <laughs> but that being said, uh, let's be flat honest. Can Gabriel Davis, former UCF player, come in? Oh, he was a monster in, in that Can he fill in like 80% of the void Cole Bleasy leaves behind? I don't know because I don't know if Gabriel Dude, Gabriel Davis, Davis was – I can easily say this though, Reeb. The, Col- the Colts would have won against the Bills if Gabriel Davis didn't play. They would have. Gabriel Davis was a Probably. monster. He had like in that four game. deep catches on the sideline. Exactly. The dude, the dude was the dude was insane. Um, Obviously, Diggs was good too, but yeah. you need dude, you 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 need if Gabriel Davis is playing, because Cole Beasley was playing hurt. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, dude, Cole Beasley, he's got to toughen up, man. Mm-hmm. Take the shot, man. That's all See, I got. See, for say. me, I'm all for for the um the, the Buffalo Bills, right? Offensively, my only question mark with them, and it, it's a pretty – no, my only question mark for them, I guess offensive line kind of, right? But like I said, Buffalo before when I was talking about the Ravens, right, who are 32nd in passing offense. The Bills, I have it up, were fourth. 
guess what? They made the AFC championship game. And running they have a game, quarterback too. Yeah, and running game for me is interesting, obviously. They Josh Allen leads 20, the team. They finished yeah, 24th. He led yeah, the Josh, Allen, Josh Allen leads the team. <laughs> yeah, again. So if you can improve in that. But that being said, I think they'll figure out a way there, right? The thing for me that's most important, what held them back from making the Super Bowl this year? It wasn't their offense, I'd say. It was, it was their defense. It was their defense. It was their defense. And their defense isn't bad. It's league average around it's 14th in points per game allowed, 23.2, right? They Tied added my the Packers, boy. They added Gregory right? Rousseau, Biggie Bat. They added Gregory. Okay, and again, I'm not a big Gregory Rousseau fan, right? They added Boogie Bash, right who I was higher on, right? They added um who did they add? I think they added Star Lutalot. I can't say his name. Star Lutalele, yeah. From the Panthers, right? All those moves, can their defense get bigger, better? Because at the end of the day, who are their most reasonable AFC championship opponents? Chiefs, Browns, Ravens, I'd say, right? Yeah, all those, those teams, yeah. all those teams have explosive offense. They couldn't yeah. stop the Chiefs offense last season at all in the AFC championship game. That's why they, they struggled. Against, like I said, they just struggled against the Colts. Forget all that. Yep. They struggled against the Colts. So, again, they struggled against the Colts. Can they fix their defense? Because I think their offense on all was so good last year. I don't think the league has figured it out yet 100%. To I be think... completely fair, though, Reeb, mm-hmm. they're going to get, they're going against elite offensive lines. They are. Forget Colts. I'll, I'll forget that. Even if you go Browns, Ravens, Browns, Ravens have nuts offensive line, bro. And, and, and then the Chiefs just yeah, got insane. But can they keep up better. with that? That's the thing. Yeah, no, exactly. That's can't, what they can't, just, they're not making the Super Because you yeah, said the most important storyline was can they make the Super Bowl? They yeah, can't make and, the and Super it's Bowl. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be difficult for sure. Because, like you said, all these teams that you just <laughs> mentioned all have good offensive line. They have great, great offensive line, easily top five, top 10. They're very good offensive line. And this D line, Ed Oliver is there. Uh, Star Luda Laley, J- Jerry Hughes, Gregory Russo, AJ Epineza is there, uh, Boogie Basham's there. But like that's what I'm saying. It's it's their secondary is good. They got Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, Tredavious White. But like they need they need. How dare you forget Jaquan Johnson? Pick six against the Ravens. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. It, it's just like it's a, it's a def- their defense. I think has the talent. It has. Can it put it together? The big we'll moments see. and can they be better? We'll uh, we can move on. So though. far, no. We can move on. Uh, um, we'll move Dolphins, on to the right? second best. Yeah, currently it is the Miami Dolphins. And, and this is easy. Close though. This is very and easy. this is very easy. Keep it very, very straightforward. Will Tua get the job done? Yeah. And I need to see. And I think it, it's a very simple. I mean, we'll give our predictions when it comes out. But like right now, the debates Tua versus Jalen Hurts. I mean. Tua, her, Tua was picked over Justin Herbert. Just remember. Uh, it, I, I think uh, he has a lot to prove, man. And uh, they, they put the neck out of the line when uh, they decided to forego Ryan Fitzpatrick for the whole year, which sacrificed them. They would have made the playoffs over the Colts 100% if Fitzpatrick played even like three more games. I mean, it, it, he didn't. It, it was insane. Uh, but yeah, this is a very simple one. Can Tua get the job done? They got Xavier Howard back. Um, they added Will Fuller to their team. Will, Will Fuller is nice, dude. Uh, of course, he was on the Peds, but I mean, it, it, something <laughs> looked off. They added Jalen Waddle, a speedster, on that team. They're trying to mimic Tyreek Hill in that offense. We'll see if that works. Devontae Parker's there. Jakeem Grant's there, of course. You forgot uh, Mac Hollins. 
Former Eagle legend. Nah, I, I don't give a crap about Matt Collins. Hey, he's uh, a preseason monster. Then they, on the offensive line, they added Liam Eichenberg, which is great too. Robert Hunt's there. Austin Jackson last year, last year's first round pick. Yeah, this team looks good. It, um, Miles it's Gaskins very young. It's, it's a, a young, very young. It's a team. young. It's a young offense. But it's I a think, young defense as well. It's a young defense too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the oldest player looks like Eric Rowe and Jason McCourty, bro. Yeah, the, the defense looks old too. I mean, young, I mean. But it's just, uh, yeah, the defense of the Dolphins look good, dude. I think um, my only question is Tua, dude. If he gets the job done, maybe that Tua-Waddle connection, the Alabama connection works out. But like the Hurts uh smith connection that you want to work out with the eagles um but yeah this is going to be uh interesting to see if Tua can mm-hmm. be the man and lead the dolphins to the playoffs and what i have written now word for word can Tua live up to the hype and yeah, people are question, people yeah. are sort of shitting on him for his preseason performance even though i thought he looked fine he looked fine, except that he forced a he forced a throw in the preseason. It's the preseason, mind, bro. It's right? the, it's like, like a practice, bro. It's, it's yeah, nothing. it's literally a practice. Like, what do you what do you expect him? Of course, he's gonna force passes because like, are you gonna are you gonna, gonna like, are you gonna would you rather have him force it in real games or in the preseason or practice? It's yeah, just, it, like whatever. Um, I really like what they've done. Bringing in Wolf Fuller for me is a massive move. Uh, I, again, I like this Liam Eikerber pick, and it's 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 interesting noting he's being projected as a left guard. I think that makes sense. He, um, he my one flaw for him was he was a super tackle. technical guy, but he was he lacked I think the athleticism and the speed against very fast, quick titch, uh, quick twitch sort of pass rushers. I think playing him at left guard, which is what I see him listed at right now on his website, I think that's a pretty smart move. Um, they're draft them all. Lee Meikenberg, second round pick, I think. Jalen Waddle, first round pick. Hunter Jalen, Jalen Phillips. Jalen Phillips. First round edge rusher. He was my first round edge rusher. For number one edge rusher in this draft class. Javon Holland, great free safety, uh, free safety for Oregon. And then I think my again, it's to it. Can to live up to the height. But again, this team is very young. They just I think the oldest starter. Xavier Howard and Brian uh, Byron Jones. Those uh, and obviously Jason McCourty because he's like 37 years old. But <laughs> yeah, that dude's so old. Other bro. than that, yeah. their offense is very young. Their defense, other than those guys, is very young. And I think they're all talented. I love what Chris Greer, the GM, has done. I've loved what Brian Forrest is doing. He's bringing this very good mentality. Can Tua live up to it? Can Tua do it? Because Devontae Parker, Will Fuller. Underrated, underrated pickup. Albert Wilson, Mac Hollins, Lynn Bowden. I don't even know if it's worth mentioning. No, no, no. It wasn't worth (laughs) mentioning Mac Hollins either. But the point Um, is, the point is though, Tua needs to get the job done. On top of that, though, an underrated pickup if he doesn't work out. Malcolm Brown is uh, uh, if he doesn't work out, though, an underrated pickup was uh, Jacoby Brissett. I, I, I did like the pickup. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, because uh, at the end of the day, Tua hasn't shown anything that like completely wow. It blows my mind. He's definitely gonna be a star. He hasn't shown that yet, and uh, we have to wait and see. It. I think he will though, and I'm rooting for Tua just for the record. I love Tua. It's yeah, because at the end of the day, in terms of pure talent, Reeb, I remember when we were talking about this, we had him up there. We had him above Joe Burrow. 
I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think my him. one thing was his arm strength his injury. wasn't his his injury. That thing, like some people like harp on his arm strength. I think his arm strength is probably a little bit worse than Joe Burrow, right? It's still yeah, good definitely. enough. Like it's Drew Brees level arm strength. He can be a great player in the league. He just needs to put it all together and gain that confidence. It's all about confidence in the NFL. But and hey. I think one thing. I think people sort of forget about this and we move on quickly from players, player to player. If they don't succeed within two years, move on from them. Right. And that's very true. Even at the quarterback position, you gotta, you gotta keep in mind. Tua is how old is Tua? Like 22, right? Yeah. Yeah. 22 maturing into his body, maturing into being an adult, maturing into money. Right. On top of that, he's 22. My guy, give him time. Give him time. The only thing, like, he's not going to get worse with time, right? Like, even Mitch Look Trubisky. Josh Rosen, even, buddy. Josh yeah, Rosen, no. buddy. Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen. Forget Josh Rosen. He's an ally. But even Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky did get better with time. I'd say that. It's just that he was never – it was probably a slight increase, right, in his talent. But he got better with time, I would say. All these players get better with time. You just need to – I think the worst thing the Dolphins could do is – not give Tua the confidence. They need to instill confidence in him. Like, you are my guy. Don't trade for Deshaun Watson, dude. Just don't do it. Don't even, like, forget everything. Give him the confidence and let him, in, like, sort of... You're not going to pass on Deshaun Watson if he's on the board, buddy. That's the other thing, though. You can't do they that. They do have the first-round picks. They but... <laughs> do have the first-round picks to easily make that happen. But I get what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, you don't I think you need to give him time. We're about let to him... ship you off. I hope you yeah. know that. You don't want to give that impression, of course. Yeah, not. exactly. You can't yeah. let him know that. You know what? There are rumors that we're going to trade for Deshaun Watson. They're false. That's what you tell him. That's what you tell him 100%. Yeah, no, no, He's no, the quarterback. No, definitely, definitely. Um, that being, said, they, on. Yeah. that being said, you definitely should go after Deshaun Watson oh, if he's there. I, I if would he's agree. There. If he's, uh, there. he's not getting traded until next season, though. That's yeah, my prediction. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Um, uh, we move on to the New to England the, Patriots, yep. right? Patriots. Uh, for me, the, yeah, the thing is, the most important storyline is when will Cam Newton get benched and if will if Cam Newton will get benched, period, right? Cam Newton did not look good in the preseason, right? Forget it. It's preseason, whatever, right? Cam Newton also is coming off a shoulder injury, right? I remember, I don't know if you remember this at all. I think it was like week three. Like it was the Patriots versus the Seahawks. Cam Newton threw a dime down the seam to Julian Edelman, who was retired, right? Threw a perfect ball to him. They ended up losing that game, I believe, right? Uh, or did they win the game? I forget, right? Cam Newton had a rushing touchdown in the game. Cam Newton was phenomenal. And both of us were like- this Game against the Seahawks, I think, right? Yep. Cam, yeah. yeah, exactly. We're like, both of us said it, and it was premature. We both said, Cam Newton has lived up to the hype. He was 100% worth the $8 million that he was getting paid, right? Now, like what, like a year he later. Got, he got the COVID. He got COVID, and then he He got off. COVID. He had a shoulder injury, right? Yeah, and then that made him fall and, and I think Cam Newton is the key to the season, right? Because yeah. what did Bill Belichick do, which he's never done, never in the however many years I've been following the NFL, he went out and he spent money in free agency. Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne. He signed the tight end, John o. Smith. He signed Jalen Mills. He signed Colin. Uh, I've Van never Norton ever back, seen an offseason right? like that. He signed Guy Lawrence, a uh, Lawrence guy, rather. He signed, who did he sign, dude? He signed so many players, bro. So many players. I've never seen him sign. And then on top of that, he drafted Matt Bonnie Jones. 
And Ronnie Perkins, obviously, right? Ronnie Cameron McGrone again, Ravondre Stevens, Stevens, those guys, right? Yeah. But yeah. The, uh, Christian Barmore, by the way, who according he's uh, the Devon Godshaw too. They have so many players, right? The most important pick out of that is Mac Jones. They signed, they drafted Mac Jones. Will Mac Jones, because Mac Jones played in the preseason, look phenomenal, right? Look great. Will yeah. Cam Newton get benched? Because if Cam Newton doesn't get benched, you know what that means? He's probably like 75% of what 2015 Cam Newton was. And if you're 20, if you're 75% of 2015 Cam Newton, I don't you're going to be You're, you're not better than the Bills. You're not better than the Bills. You're probably better than Miami, though. You're, you're, better, make the yeah, playoffs, you're probably right? better than the Dolphins, yeah. And, and if you're not, right, then forget Cam Newton. He's old anyway. He's probably like 32. Yeah. Dude, I'm guessing these 32 year olds very easily. <laughs> I, I'm assuming I'm assuming Cam right. Cam Newton's pretty old. I'm assuming he's like 30. Yep, yeah, yep, he's 32. 30. Yep. yep. Mac yep. Jones, forget that. You can put in your first round pick, Mac Jones, 15th overall pick, put him in, let him play, get him adapted to this very complicated offense for Josh McDaniels and wash this year, right? Those are the two yeah. that is the most important thing. Either you're a playoff team or borderline playoff team, or you're a crappy team. But Mac Jones is getting playoff a really valuable experience, and he's going to be a pretty good, uh, pretty good Jimmy Garoppolo, probably a step above Jimmy Garoppolo when it comes to a quarterback, right? I think yeah. we can move on. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see QB competition and uh, if Cam Newton still got it, and if he does, if if Cam Newton does win the job, uh, is it? It'll be it'll be fun to see if uh, he's back or not. Um, Jets is really very, very simple. I mean, this one is very simple considering the Jets suck. So, um, yeah, it, it's pretty simple. Can uh, can Zach Wilson show that he's the best quarterback the Jets have had since Mark Sanchez? Uh, yeah. Um, Wait, you just said Mark Sanchez, dude. Well, Mark Sanchez led the Jets to the AFC Championship game, and until Did Zach Mark Wilson... Sanchez lead you to the NFC AFC Championship, or was that Ladanian Tomlinson in a great defense? Doesn't matter who's the quarterback. At the end of the day, that's like saying uh, Blake Bortles deserves a new contract. Because of well, that, I mean, well, I think he did. I think he did get a new contract. He but did yeah. get a new contract. <laughs> <laughs> so you're wrong. There and you that's go. why Doug Marone is on the hot seat. That's the yeah, exact yeah. reason okay. why. Okay, but the point is here, Zach Wilson. Uh, the main thing is here, slow and steady. I mean, I, expectations are kind of like not that high. Yeah, he has a uh, Corey Davis now. Jamison Crowder is there, of course. Keelan Cole they added from the Jacksonville Jaguars. They drafted Elijah Moore, which I was we were pretty high on. They got your boy from last year, Denzel Mims, as well, who barely played uh, last year. To add on that, they drafted. And he's Elijah lost twenty Moore. pounds because of food poisoning. Yeah, poor guy. Then they they drafted they drafted Elijah uh, Elijah Vera Tucker, Makai Becton from last year. Yeah, I mean the line looks pretty decent, dude. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, the wide receivers look good. Tevin Coleman's the running back one. Lamichael P Ryan's there as the running back two. They drafted Michael Carter, um, out of UNC. Very explosive running back. Very. And then uh, on the defensive side. Comes in Nasir Ladin, your guy. There. And he was the guy I wanted to talk about. He's starting at linebacker, which makes perfect sense for me. Six foot three, huge guy. He's definitely someone I thought would. He, he's coming off an ACL with FS, FSU, I believe it was. Yeah. Yeah. And again, he big. He, for me, he was always a strong safety type of guy who had pretty good range. I like him at linebacker 100%. But you can keep going. Jr. Davis, by the way, is an interesting pickup from Detroit. Yeah. And then Marcus May. 
they got him back. Mm. Uh, then they got a. Uh, they got Quinn and Williams, like we already saw, we talked about two years back. Carl Lawson, they picked up from Cincinnati. Uh, but, yeah, I think the main thing here with this team, yeah, is if Zach Wilson can show enough that uh, that they made the right pick. Uh, I think, really, you just need to see how he develops. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a slow process for sure because the Jets, if they, if they manage to win seven games, it's a huge W this season. It's, it's going to be a huge W. Um, he looked great though. Um, and he's gonna, yeah, we'll see how, how, how he goes. Okay. For me, the jets, the most important thing for the jets. All right. And I'm going to breeze through this because we're taking a lot of time for these, but there's a lot to talk about. Yes. It's Zach Wilson, right? It's two points for me. Other than that, can they establish a culture? Cause with a uh, former head coach, uh, some would refer to him as the crackhead. I'd prefer just not to mention his name. But with the former head coach, they could not establish a strong culture whatsoever. No strong offensive identity, no strong defensive identity, other than playing like engaging on a Hail Mary situation and losing to the Raiders on Henry Ruggs 60-yard touchdown. That was their identity. They had no identity, right? For me, it's obviously Zach Wilson establishing a culture. And can you get contribution out of the youth? And that's including, and that's sort of a cop-out, including Zach Wilson, right? But forget Zach Wilson, right? What about someone like Quinn and Williams, who just got activated, I think, off of the COVID-19 list, I want to say, or PUP, right? Phenomenal player, and I have no doubts on this new 4-3 season, he's going to be it, right? Hamza Nasiru Dean. Ashton Davis out of UC, USC, Amal. Bryce Hall out of Virginia, the cornerback in uh, – I guess safety respectively, right? TikToker. Right. <laughs> Makai Becton, Elijah Vera Tucker, Denzel Mims, Elijah Moore, Michael Carter, right? All these players, Amal, who uh, we've all loved them, right? Coming into the season, coming on the draft, Jared Davis. Uh, I guess he's not that young anymore, right? CJ Mosley, a bit older, coming off of uh, COVID exempt list, right? Right. They have so many players, right? who I think are sort of on the younger side, can they put it together? Even someone like Keelan Cole, right? Like, I think this is sort of his second contract, right? But he's he's probably, what, like 25, maybe? 28? Shoot, never mind. Take it back. <laughs> but yeah. even someone like that, like undrafted free agent, right? They have so many young players on that team. Marcus May, again, pretty young. Can they get young contributors to stand up can you because guess what their best player they've had in the last like three years jamal adams is no longer on their team can they get a few players who can reach that jamal adams status almost that's i think that's offensive and on offense the best productive player was robbie anderson and he's yeah and he's gone can they reach players of that can they fill in those holes and i think they will honestly i think they will 100 there's so many young players here, so many young players that I love, and I think it's just a matter of time for them to show they're, up. Yeah, they're definitely a team. If all the rookies play up to where they were drafted, they're a team that can definitely make some noise. I, I whether it be they're not going to be an noise, easy team. They're not going to be. They're not a team that you can just immediately check off and say you're, that's a win. I'll put it to you that way because they beat good teams. I'm not going to say. Uh, you can just immediately write them off. You can't say, you can't do that. They got Mike LaFleur as their offensive coordinator and Robert Sala as their head coach. And those guys are big, are highly respectable people in their, in the, in the, in the league. So 
Yeah. Um, that covers the AFC East, mm-hmm. and now we'll I think cover. We can start with the AFC South, and uh, yeah, I'll I'll go from. You worst... Start with your team. I'll go from worst to best. Um, okay. And cool. I want to get um because it goes by really quickly. Texans uh, is Deshaun Watson guilty or not guilty? Very simple. Yep. For uh, me, can... is it will they trade Deshaun Watson? Yeah, that's the uh, most interesting thing because their team, Amal. I'm gonna pull up their depth chart. Give me like two it, seconds, it, right? It is not. I can name uh, Brandon Cooks. And there's not many Nico players. Collins, by the way, is interesting to see if he starts. They don't there know. Tons. They don't. Uh, I can't name about five, uh, four of their starting five off, uh, three of their starting five offensive linemen. See, I know these um, names right that are on their defensive starting lineup. But the thing is, if you were to tell me right now in person that they're starting, I would tell you there's would, no way. There's no way I can name. I can maybe name Justin Reed. And that's in Zach Cunningham. I don't think I can name a single person. If you just told me what Bradley Roby and Desmond King. I, yeah, Other yeah, than those guys, you can't, you can't this like team sucks. Team they have nothing to look forward garbage, to. Um, garbage. I don't know if you know who Brett Coleman is, the NF yeah, the, yeah. The YouTuber, right? He's yeah. literally become uh, he's become an honorary actually a Bears fan. He no longer supports them because what does he have to look forward to? Like maybe Philip Lindsay or Mark Ingram or David Johnson or Rex Burkett get like an occasional 10 yard run. And that's your, that's your highlight of the game for like the week. If you're a Texans fan right now, Sean Watson is listed as a fourth quarterback. Will he get traded? That's the only key point we can move on because uh, his team is irrelevant. I, I would <laughs> like to see Davis Mills. Hopefully if Davis Mills gets the starting job, that'd be pretty, cool. that'd be interesting. I, I like some cool. of his throws. He's accurate. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. We can move on very quickly to the Jacksonville Jaguars, Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, yeah, Urban Myers, head coach. Will he? I, I, I'm going to be interested to see how he performs as a head coach because he has not had a great history as being a head coach in the National Football League. So I'm going to be I'm inter- I'm interested to see how that works. But the main headline here is, uh, of course, it's going to be the main man, the generational prospect, Trevor Lawrence, and uh, expectations for him are rookie of the year. It definitely is. Uh, but I think my main thing is because he has great weapons and everything, but will he – will the Jags be respectable will, – will the Jags have a respectable offense, I guess is what I can say. Because defensively, they look pretty decent. Josh Allen's there. They got – Caleb on uh, Chase on. Josh Caleb on Chase on. Uh, Shaq Griffin is there. Um, but, yeah, I, they look, they're, they're not bad. But I, I got to say they got to – I mean, they've been on. They've been nationwide news because of Tim Tebow, not because of Trevor Lawrence. I'll put it to you that way. Uh, yeah, I'm interested to see how uh, Trevor Lawrence does, and I guess that's my main takeaway. And again, for me, it's going to be another cop out. Can you get some good performances out of their young players? Right? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's including fair. Josh because yeah, their defense finished 31st. 30.8 points allowed per game. Their offense completely irrelevant. I mean, at, at one point they literally benched Gardner and Minshew with a phantom injury and started. Oh, it'd be uh, interesting to see if they get trade value for him. That's the other one. That would be interesting to see, right? But they literally benched Gardner Minshew to track tank for Trevor Lawrence, right? Can Trevor Lawrence be good? Can Tra- Travis Etienne, James? He didn't even Robinson, touch field. Right? Did, did you see Travis Etienne? I didn't even see him. Uh, I they're probably not going to risk him. He's by the way, he's wearing number one, which that's very odd seeing those single digit numbers. But I think it's, it's cool it's at the same so, time, right? 
DJ right. Chark, LaVisca Chenault, right? Pretty young offensive line. Uh, I guess Cam Robinson's still kind of young. Josh Allen, Caleb Von Chase, Miles Jack, obviously. Um, can you get some young sort of playmakers, right? I think that's very interesting. Honestly, if I'm looking at their draft, I don't love it at, at all. I mean, I other, than, other than other Trevor than Trevor Lawrence, like the draft forget is like trash. and forget like Travis Etienne where he's picked. At least they're getting a good player, right? Other than those two guys, I didn't. I wasn't a big fan of G Two Family. I wasn't a big guy, a fan of Andre Sisko, uh, DJ Daniel out of Georgia. He was like the fourth. Tyson Campbell back. was a bad. Tyson pick. Campbell was a bad, was a bad pick, pick. But at the same time, it's, it's a decent player, right? Dylan Moses literally is torn as Achilles like three times or whatever. Like. I didn't like their draft, but I'd still like to see some young contributors. And can they build something, right? Can Urban Meyer establish a strong offense with these young players? That's an interesting thing I'd like to point out. Um, yeah, we can move uh, we on, can right? On. I'll go Titans with the Colts. Or Colts. Okay, cool. I'll do I'll do Colts. Uh, my it's main easy. thing is, of course, is, is if Carson Wentz is going to perform. What are, and, uh, we can move and on. I think, <laughs> and I think that's really if he comes back from the injury and he's back to normal. Uh, and if he does perform. The, it's happy days we can move on it's it, it really okay. is happy days. yep 100 moving on um okay so tennessee they finished with the 24th ranked defense and points allowed per game and i remember it was probably week 13 we said the browns and the titans were not serious super bowl contenders one of them ended up being a little bit more serious than the other but we both said they weren't serious super bowl contenders because the defense they add, was they, not good right and what did they do Right for their defense, and again they they lost, they lost Clowney. They lost they lost their OC right. They lost Arthur. Uh, they lost Smith, Arthur Smith right to the t- uh, to the Falcons. Falcons right, right. And what did they do with their defense? I, I think they did some decent things, dude. And I think that's Nico, very interesting for Nico me. Autry, right? Caleb Farley, and Elijah Molden. And I don't know. And for me, the thing that's most interesting about this Titans team is. Yeah, they obviously added Julio Jones as a talking point, right? I have no questions that their offense is going to be good enough because what have we seen out of Ryan Tannehill in this offense? Derrick Henry, really good running game, They'll get right? the job done, yeah. And then efficient passing game. Efficient. That's all you need to be. It's something that the, the Baltimore Ravens need something. Like, they need a piece of efficient offense when it comes to passing game. They have, they have no sniff of efficient passing game. Ryan Tannehill is an extremely efficient passing quarterback. And I think both of us have him as a top 10 quarterback. I think he's probably like 9 or 10, but he's about to probably a top 10 quarterback, for at least Great for me personally. Right? Great season. Right? Great season the last two years. Can their defense be good enough? Jeffrey Simmons is coming in. Bud Dupree, right? Um, Janora Jenkins. Caleb Farley and Elijah Molden. And what I love, and Rashad Weaver out of Pitt, right? What I love, Great right? Pick. What I love is this team is built in such a way that, guess what? You don't have a young quarterback who you're going to have to pay like $40 million in the next couple of years, right? Ryan Tannehill is on a pretty cheap deal uh, comparatively to these other guys, right? This team is sort of a win-now mode for like the next – three years until whenever Derrick Henry's likes fall off. They're in a win now mode. Yeah, there's right? they, they they are and screwed. They are screwed the second that dude gets injured. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, 100 so but what screwed. I love, right, is forget if they win this season. I want to see what this defense does. And that includes seeing what Caleb Farley and Elijah Molden do. And Christian Fulton, who was their first round pick, I think or second round pick from LSU last season, right? Yeah. Last can year. these three guys, can they for God's sake defend the passing game? If they can do it, right? Because there's no reason they should be in like a 
38 point game, a point game shootout with like the Texans, right? There's no way they should be doing that. Can yeah, they yeah. stop those shootouts? Right. Cause I don't know if they can do it this year, right? Caleb Farley, he was an opt-out. Elijah Molden, whatever. Again, Caleb Farley is injured. But can those guys, and I think I'm going to bet on it, they're both going to be starters come next season, not this season, right? But if they can do it, that's that's, what I, that's the thing I'm looking most forward to. Because of Janoris Jenkins, though. It'll yeah, be I'm looking – yeah, that's true. But I'm looking forward to a positive regression – or, yeah, positive regression for this offense. That's what I'm looking forward – oh, defense, rather. That's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, definitely. I, I agree with that. I expect the defense to, of course, get better. You don't not get better when you had when you had Bud Dupree there. Danico Autry was a very key player for the Indianapolis Colts defense, and he walked away to Tennessee. That was a great pickup. Um, and then, like you said, uh, they 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 the draft pick man. They got Caleb Farley, Elijah Molden, both two great, great players. Picks, dude. Rashad Weaver was also a great pick, dude. Yeah. Fourth round, Rashad Weaver. I thought he was going round two. Great pick. I thought he was – I think he was right up there with Patrick Jones, his running mate from, uh, from Pitt. I, I love both He was a great guys. pick. Different great players, pick. different players, but I think both were great picks. And then, of course, everyone's going to talk about uh, the Julio Jones thing. They got mm-hmm. Dylan Radunes, too, in the second round. That was also a good pick. He's starting well. a guard, I believe, now. Or, and I, I think he's going he's to get, get the starting job eventually. But Julio yeah. Jones is, of course, the big talking point. If Julio Jones plays the whole year – and Ryan Tannehill, if they start to not pass, if they start to pass more, it's going to be interesting to see how this offense works because Derek Henry, Derek Henry still runs that offense. And with him getting less carries, it's interesting to There's see. There's a reason he's the king. Play. Yeah, because here's the thing, Arib. When Derek Henry does not get over 20 touches, that team loses, bro. And they don't just lose. And this is a fact, they right? Get, if he doesn't get badly. 100 yards. If he doesn't they, they get 100 so yards, so right? screwed. They don't They're win the so game. Screwed. I think last season was the first time in Derrick Henry's career where they went for a hundred yards and they lost the game. Just yeah, exactly. They, they can't. They can't. Like Christian McCaffrey can go for a hundred yards. Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, right? And right? they'll lose. Well, they they can still lose the game. Derrick Henry, I think it's. I think he only has like one or two losses, and that's last season where they ran for 100 yards and they didn't win the game. It's exactly. ridiculous. No, it's definitely ridiculous. So Taylor Luan's coming back. My only thing here, though, uh, Arib, it's quite simple. I mean, they need to integrate Julio Jones to that offense, and they need to see. I need to see how it truly works uh, on the field. I mean, because it is weird. Because do they need Julio Jones? Not really, because they don't pass the ball a lot to begin with, right? And what? But of course, Tannehill's efficient passing of course you want a better wide receiver than aj brown get julio jones right but i think it, it it'll definitely be interesting to see if they move away from henry in in uh, carries because i if if his carries count goes down i don't know if that'll change the results of games and uh that, that might be a positive move but who knows it might be um, positive it might be negative right because julio jones is the man he is the man i mean don't yeah. get him don't get it messed up. That dude is a bad man, dude. He he's very good, and he's still gonna get double teamed. I guarantee you. Uh, entering into this season, um, we um, can move we on. Move on to the AFC, AFC West. West. We can start with the Kansas City Chiefs, yeah, dude. Uh, there's and no, there's none, nothing to talk the about. The biggest storyline, dude. There's nothing. I I have not realized this. Right, this is the first time I'm looking at this. This depth chart, right? For Trey the, Smith, baby. Dude, Trey the, Smith. The whole okay, I'm all. 
if you look back to 2020, right? The starting offensive line for the not Chiefs. Sing- they have four sing- new. I don't know if Lucas, I don't know Lucas now. They have five new starters at offensive line, right? Orlando Brown. Yeah, because an Andrew, Andrew Joe Wiley Thune, started last Joe year. Joe Tooney, an improvement. Creed Humphrey, who is a draft pick from Oklahoma. Oh, improvement. improvement. Trey Smith, an improvement. Lucas Sixth Leon. round pick, dude. He was a sixth round pick, Kareem. Trey Smith was a sixth round pick. Just remember Lucas that. Lucas Neyong is a uh, second year player, I think, right? Yeah. All these guys. Oh, yeah. Just think about that, Amal. Your biggest hole, right, was offensive line, and you got exposed on the biggest stage of all sports. Your offensive line, you proved that a quarterback with a bad offensive line couldn't win when it came, when it mattered the most, right? You can't, you can't. Yeah, yeah. And then they went out. And they went out and they did exactly what we both of us were like, why did they get rid of Eric Fisher? Why did they get rid of Mr. Swartz? That's a stupid move, right? Look, what is they, their offensive line better now? Like their offensive line is better, better now, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah, they got like, way better. That like we can move on. Like the yeah, biggest question it, mark it was their offensive line, right? And yeah. they fixed their offensive line. They made it better, and they made it better for the future, right? Orlando Brown, long-term deal. Joe Tooney, long-term deal. Joe Tooney, Creed Humphrey. You don't even need to worry about his contract for the next three years. Trey Smith, don't need to worry about his contract for the next three years. Lucas Neyong, don't need to worry about his contract for two years. Who knows if he's good? Forget if he's good. He's right tackle, irrelevant. These other four guys, I guarantee you they'll be good. Like I guarantee you guarantee, within the next – forget forget about maybe this year. The next two years. Within the next two years, they'll both oh, – like Creed Humphrey and Trey Smith, they'll both be arguably top – 10 players at their position or <laughs> like at least um, maybe not Trey Smith, but Creed Humphrey for sure. will be like Creed Humphrey 10. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That, that dude was no sense. Deal. We can move on. Like, yeah, like no, I guess no, their defense, here, the, the, their defense improved, here. right? They got like, to, they got to repeat. They, they got to, they got to win the Super Bowl. That's the, that's the takeaway. Yeah. yeah that's their expectation. That's their expectations. Expectation. Offensive line like that. They will. And yeah, <sighs> there's nothing else to really. That's why I said, this is a very quick one. We just say, they gotta win. That's it. This Move draft on to, is nuts, dude. Like they got, dra- they got Nick, they got Nick Bolton. Uh, it's not that nuts. They have three really good. I think Cornell Powell is really good too. And those yeah, are the Cornel four Powell. players I really like. Yeah, but, um, like, we can, it's like it's luxury picks. That's what I love about it. They got Lawrence um, Tart- T- Duvernay Tardif. Tardif. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we can move on. Chargers Denver or Chargers? Char- okay. Chargers are Chargers. probably Chargers are probably the better team out of the two. We'll do Chargers. Takeaway here: I'm being dead serious when I say this. I think Justin Herbert will be an MVP candidate as well this year. Uh, yeah. I I can see him even winning it. Honestly, he he uh, he has all the weapons he needs for that. Uh, Rashawn Slater there at the left tackle is the biggest freaking hole into that puzzle. Oh my goodness, that was an insane pickup. I still can't believe he fell. And uh, yeah, that 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 was huge. That was yeah, they had the worst offensive line in football, man. Yeah, and the Corey Lindsley's there, Brian Bulaga's there. I mean, it's like they just picked up the Green Bay Packers offensive line, but I mean, it's whatever. Uh, (laughs) yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, I expect Justin Herbert to pop off, pop off. Bad man, that dude's gonna be insane. And obviously, yeah, that's on defense, the biggest story line, defense, sure. the defense, of course, can Derwin James stay healthy? Uh, can the Boza, can Bozas, can the Dude, both the Boza stay healthy? They uh, have so many interesting play because 
Kenneth okay, Murray's so an interesting player. I'm going to pull up uh, really quick stats for you, Omar, right? So when it came towards uh, their defense, right? 23rd in points allowed per game. Offense, 18 in, in points scored per game, right? Both of those below average. I guess the offense is sort of closer to average, right? Yeah. For me, it's 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 the same thing. Can you get these young players to show out, right? Like and that defense is young, dude. Right. Young, okay, first we can start Outside with the of offense, Chris right? Harris. Start with the offense. Yeah, go Justin for it. Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler, I'd say is still a pretty young guy. Corey Lindsley, still pretty young. Rashawn Slater, Mike Williams, Jalen Guyton. Keenan Allen's a bit older, but forget about it. He's still kind of young, right? Can you get these guys to show out? And can you protect Justin Herbert? Uh, I'd say it's definitely better than what it was. Uh, say like eight months ago, right? Their defense, right? Joey Bosa, I guess he signed his his contract, right? Jerry Tillery, who I was kind of high on, right? Um, Kenneth Murray, who you just mentioned, Nasir Adderley out of what was it, Maryland? Asante I think Samuel, your boy Asante. Asante Samuel, and obviously Derwin James, right? Can these young players? Can they prove out to be the superstars that they were meant to be, including Asante Samuel, including Jeremy James and Nasir Adderley, uh, obviously Justin Herbert? Can these guys show out? And flat out, I think they will. And for, I think no, I'm going to say this is going to be the second best team in the NFC West, uh, AFC for West, sure. rather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Sure. Right. And, and I'm expecting big things. Yeah, like, they will contend. They, will they have so many storylines. Like I guess young players, Justin Herbert, and the best thing, right, for their defense, right? Who their defense was the worst unit. Guess what they signed? The defensive coordinator from the literally the second best defense in football, and he didn't even need to move. I'm sure he's living in the same exact house. Brandon Staley from the Rams, or maybe he, you know, he got the new paycheck. Maybe he moved into a pet house or something. But who does? But he's living in the same area. Didn't need to move at all. Best second best defense in all of football. He's coming here. I'm so excited to see what he does with Joey Bosa. I'm so yeah. excited to see what he does with even like Linville Joseph, right? Really good defensive end, a defensive tackle, older now, but still very excited to see what he does with Duran James. Will he get like because Duran James, I'll be flat out honest, he's been a disappointment purely because of injuries, right? Can he come back healthy? Can they use him like a better John Johnson? I'm just so excited for this Chargers teams. I'm hyped to watch this football team, 100%. Yeah, we can move on. The Raiders, who had arguably the worst draft for sure. Trayvon oh, Morgan, no. Alex Leatherwood could have literally swapped picks, and I thought that would have been fine. But they they took Morgan second and Leatherwood first. Uh, yeah, um, the, the the real question mark here, there, there's not really a story here. so boring, dude. This, this team They've is got trash. rid of all their good players. I think I need they to see that- I need to see Henry Ruggs improve. That's that's look at that first. Henry Ruggs and Brian Edwards. I need to see you guys improve, and I need I need real improvement because Henry Ruggs was trash last year, and uh, we need that improvement for sure. Uh, and then like their offensive line, dude, is very question mark. Outside of Richie Incognito, dude. I mean, they got rid of their center. Um, what was his name? Um, Rodney the, Hudson. Yeah, yeah, Rodney Hudson to the the Cardinals, right? Yeah, like that's that a was, huge move. That's a they huge... got rid of someone else, I believe. They got rid of two starters, I'm pretty sure. Three they got starters. rid of two starters, right? And then they brought in Alex Leatherwood, right, in the draft. <sighs> this team, for me, is the most boring team in the division of all, without question. And, and it's not Derek Carr's fault. 
Don't it's not Derek Carr's fault. I was literally talking about this with our friend Julian just now, like oh, when, we were, when we were playing basketball earlier. I said, we were talking about Jordan Love, and I was talking about how like I wanted them to draft Jordan Love because back then I thought, you know what? Maybe they just need to change their quarterback. Yeah, we Derek said Carr, that. We right? both said that. that yeah. We both said that, right? It would be yeah. an interesting move. Derek Carr is not the problem. Derek Carr is probably a top 14 quarterback, which is good enough to win a Super Bowl, flat out. That, that's good enough to win a Super Bowl. Or at least make a Super Bowl, right? The problem with them has been flat out. It's been they're two the two highest people in the organization, other than Al Davis. It's been um, Mike Mayock, who literally lives in our area. Shout out to Deacon Mayock, who lives who's his his, uh, his what, nephew. We both know him from school, and then their head coach John Gruden, which again, ten year deal makes no sense, right? No sense. Their drafts have been very questionable, right? Like, I like the Trayvon Mullen pick. He had a couple of bad games, whatever, right? But overall, they've reached a position they should not reach. And their entire thing is draft SEC, SEC players and hope they work out. Trayvon Mullen, Clemson. Jonathan Abram, I believe he was Alabama, right? Uh, Clem Farrell, who's not even a starter on this uh, depth chart. He's Clemson, I believe, right? They're all about signing these, these uh, Henry Ruggs, Alabama. They're all about signing these type of players, right? I want to see some of these young players hit because I'm being honest, I didn't like their first round pick, right? But if you flip it, I like their draft overall, right? They, they, tr- they truly believe that Jonathan Abram is a bum. He doesn't know how to stick to his duties. They went out and drafted Tyree Gillespie, Div- Divine Diablo, and Trayvon Morgue. Three of these safeties, all these guys I'd say are probably if not at this moment, equal to Jonathan Abram, they'll they're be better. equal to him about yeah, like by week six. Like yeah. they're all going to be better than him. That's what I like to see. They realized they had a problem and they went out and no, they had made some good, they made some good pickups. Corey Littleton was a good pick. Max Crosby. I want to see the these young players show up though. That's the thing. I want to see Colton Mullen prove that he's definitely worth that first round pick. I want to see Brian Edwards. I think he was probably what third rounder, second rounder. Uh, third, out of third, third, uh, third. out of the from the Gamecocks, I want to see him, and he's been he's been playing lights out, I believe, in training camp. By the way, I want to see him go. You know what? It's my year. To hell with you guys. I'm gonna be the jump ball receiver I was meant to be. I want to see him do that. I want to see Mash probably play well. I want to see Yannick and Gokwe, who is a young player who they I did they sign him or trade? I think they signed this, him. They signed right? him. Yeah, from Baltimore. I want to see him play well again. Very young player, Trayvon Mullen. Jonathan Abram involvement, Trayvon Morg, though. I want to see all these young players. And again, it's a cop-out thing. I want to see young players play well. I want to see that on every team. But I think that's more important on this team than anything because this team lacked an identity around like week 12. You're like, you know, they're a pretty good team. And then they fell apart, right? They, they didn't win a single game. Identity. Yeah, they, yeah they, they started they off got, so well. They got blown out, I think, by the Falcons. Remember, like 36 to zero or something like that? It was ridiculous. I want to see them establish an identity, and you're only going to get that by starting these young players, including someone like Solomon Thomas, right? Who, again, his brother committed suicide like in his first year. He never really got up there towards ACL. I want to see these guys show up. I want to see them prove that, you know what, maybe Mike Mayock isn't completely incompetent at drafting players, right? And maybe he's doing a decent job. Because if he does that, then they'll be fine. And, and I didn't even mention Casey Hayward, by the way. A great signing from the Chargers. But I need to see an identity, and the identity is going to come from these young players. Yeah, we can move on. Uh, Denver Broncos, they need to get the quarterback situation figured out, man. I think that's, that's honestly, that's all that's really needed here. Uh, it comes to quarterback and Drew Locke. Uh, 
can Drew Locke show enough to make them believe that it was worth passing up on Justin Fields? Um, they literally took Patrick Sertan over Drew over Justin Fields. And he's took, been good, and he's been very good. That pick six was great. He's been he's been very good. Um, Kyle Fuller they picked up from Chicago. I still think it's idiotic that the Bears got rid of him. Uh, Ronald Darby, your boy, he's there now too. Um, Von Miller, of course, got injured. Uh, he's out for the year, but they made. He was out last year, but he's back now. He's back now. Okay, yeah, my bad. Uh, and then they have Quinn Miners. That was that was probably the this probably draft of all. I don't want to interrupt you, but this draft was one of the best drafts, just purely when it comes to like players, right? Patrick Sertain, Javante, Javante Williams, Quinn Miners, Baron Browning out of um yeah Ohio State, Ohio and then State. Jamar Johnson, right out of uh what was he Indiana, in? Indiana, Indiana. He's yeah. the one who he put uh he put Deshaun, what was his face. Justin Fields and Fitz. Yeah. yeah. When he played in, I like this draft. Uh, again, it's very simple. We can literally, um, there's nothing to move on to. Quarterback. Can this quarterback, can he be good enough? Um, and if I'm being honest, he look, he impressed me in the preseason with his, his touchdown to um, KJ Hamler. And he also, I think he had another, he had, I saw one play on Twitter and he had a really nice read. I just want to see him. Can't like, People are hating on Drew Locke. I'd love nothing. I'd love nothing more than for him to be a phenomenal player. Like just flat out. I love Drew Locke. I hope he can do it. Like flat out. Yeah, I think uh, with the I expect Judy to get way better. Um, I expect mm-hmm. Cortland Sutton. Both to of come us think he's gonna have a, have a breakout back, year. Bounce back year for Cortland Sutton. I think Cortland Sutton's the man, dude. We we were we were very high on Cortland Sutton before he got injured. I expect big things out of Cortland Sutton and. Uh, yeah, um, it's really if the quarterback situation works out, dude. This team is really nice, dude. This team is really nice. Like I can easily make the argument that they can they're better than the Raiders and the Chargers if they get the quarterback situation figured out. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can easily make that argument because that team is nice, dude. That defense is very good, like very, very, very good. I mean, we're talking about Von Miller, Shelby Harris, Bradley Chubb, Kyle Fuller, Patrick Sertan. Justin Simmons, Kareem Jackson. Oh my goodness! Oh god, that that that's insane, man. Uh, I think uh, wild, man. They, they just got it. They just got it. I mean, there's a reason why everyone says they're the best team, like roster without like a solid quarterback in the NFL. It's because it's facts. Like it is. It's hundred percent sure. It's them or the Bears. It's one of those two teams for sure. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah. That concludes. Uh, we covered all thirty-two teams. We did the NFC. In our last podcast, and we did the AFC in this podcast, and uh, yeah, man, uh, we were our next podcast is probably going to be our predictions for this NFL season. Uh, Maybe a bold yeah. prediction. Segment. We're gonna make some bold predictions as well. And I'd also like to do something. I'd like to do a hot seat segment of all about like the coaches that we think are on hot seat. We did that last season, I believe. Midway, uh, we did last two seasons. I think it's something we need to continue because. Definitely. There's some coaches that are uh, a bit questionable when it comes in when it comes to job security. Definitely. It's definitely worth mentioning. Um, anything else you'd like to mention though before we we finish this? Uh, another really great episode, I'd say, of the Flu Flicker Podcast. Yeah, um, nothing much, dude. I think uh, I think these upcoming episodes are probably going to become more exciting, where we talk about, of course, 
Yeah, and we had a huge lull, right? The last, like, like you were talking about in the beginning, like you were sort of like giving a reasoning why we weren't we weren't posting. The main reason we weren't posting there is was also no there's nothing, nothing going on. Yeah, like, there was also like, nothing. Going there was no, no training camp. Training camp ended up starting, but at the end of the day, it's training camp and it's preseason. I'm not going to overhype training camp or preseason because I've seen great training camp and preseason players who turned into nothing and vice versa. So uh, th- finally, we're going to have some things to watch and some things to actually sort of focus on. And I- I'm excited. I'm 100% excited. And the funniest thing of all for me is I think the most exciting NFL season for me, it- it's similar to Tom Brady. Like he says, the, the best ring for me is always the next one. Same thing for me. The most exciting season for me is the next, be the next season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though the Eagles. I am excited for the Eagles, and you're going to see it in my predictions episode. I'll just say that. I, I don't know if they're going to win the division, but I, I, I'm I'm kind of excited, especially I'm not going to overhype their joint practice with the, the Patriots this week. But uh, let's just say their offense and their defense smothered both units for the the Patriots and flat out, I, I'd say the Eagles are a more talented team than the Patriots. But uh, ooh, let's all right. That's a good place to to tease people <laughs> into the next podcast. All right, yep, that's all I gotta say. Yep, we can move on. And just thanks for listening to this episode, everyone. If you're still listening, uh, have a good one. And again, like we said, we're both excited for the season. Let's go Eagles. Let's go Colts. Peace out and bye.